When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammett, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform all over social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic traits, said toxic people. Today's episode is going to be answering the question, can a narcissist have a healthy relationship? Can a narcissist have a long-lasting, healthy, loving, caring relationship? Y'all, you be, <laughs> y'all be pleasantly shocked how often I get this comment in my comment section, how often, how often I get this question or some variation of it in my comment section. Like so many people want to know if their narcissistic person in their life can have a healthy relationship. Well, had like, so this is my perspective on it right here, y'all. And there'll be some other self aware narcissists and other people that disagree with me. I completely understand it. I get it. You know what I mean? I completely understand it. I get it. I understand. I, I, you know, I know. But to me, healthy doesn't, the word healthy doesn't exist within the realm of toxic relationship spaces. It, it, it just doesn't. And I already know here comes the comeback. Well, Lee, you're married. You have a wife. Is your relationship not healthy? Y'all, again, what is your definition of healthy? Because I feel like just me and my wife and my dynamic, you know, even with my kids' relationship, we've had to kind of alter the, the, we had to have to alter the parameters of what healthy actually is to fit what we have going on. Do I love and care about my wife? Yes. Do I respect her boundaries? Yes. Are we working harder and better together? Absolutely yes. But there's still times the, the narcissistic part of me comes out. I still do some narcissistic stuff. It is now I'm a little, I'm a little, the dash of toxicity here. It's not relationship breaking toxicity, but sometimes I, you know, I can't control some, some things that I, you know, say sometimes and whatnot. But it's healthier than it was. It's way healthier than it was. My, I mean, my wife said it very recently. She's like, we're doing better now than we were, um, a year or two in. I was like, yeah, I can agree with that because we work, we're both working with each other. We're both opening our mouths. And like, even though she says some stuff to me sometimes, like she'll tell me something to do and it will get on my last nerves because I hate being told what to do. But I just like, you know what? I'm so grateful that you are not, that you are able to speak your truth and speak your peace just comfortably. Like she says it now. If it's on her mind, she said, Hey, can we do this instead of doing that? I, I normally I wouldn't say this, but we're in a different place right now. So can we do this right here? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's let's rock. You know what I mean? Um, um, it just it just it gets to that point right there. We're dealing with that that type of situation and whatnot. So we have a healthier dynamic, and I don't want people to look at my stuff and just like, well, we can get there. We can get to a healthier dynamic. Don't look at me and take hope that the person in your life is going to get better, that the narcissistic person in your life is going to change or work on themselves. It, 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 there's a very, very rare possibility, y'all. It just, it just is. So the word healthy doesn't exist in toxic relationship dynamics. I feel like you can't be in a toxic, you can't have toxicity within the parameters of your relationship and use the word healthy. The, the toxicity has to go away. 
in narcissistic people typically are going, always going to have some form of toxicity going on within their lives. It just, it just is, y'all. This just the way it is. I'm not trying to dampen anybody's mood today. It's like, well, Lee, I was hoping to watch this video and get hope that the person I'm in, the person I'm with would just take heed and just make, make the changes. Y'all, this is what I've noticed so far with a lot of people. Y'all are willing to accept so much less to stay with a toxic person than to just, to not necessarily walk away from the relationship, but just to try to go out and find somebody that will treat you better, that would give you more. It might take, it might take a little bit of, of more work to go out there and find the person that you want that they, they, they can give you more but so many people have that fear because you see the, uh, the dating market the dating pool is, is a swamp the dating pool is this deep whatever you know people these days don't want to date they just want to clap cheeks and be on tinder and just make videos and this is you know I mean? that's what you hear so much out here nowadays you see what i'm saying so people would rather stay in toxic relationships i know look I know the trauma bond exists. I understand the dynamic. I'm just saying a lot of some people will rather stay in toxic relationships than take a chance in going out there and finding somebody else that would treat them better. You know, I know everybody's situation is different. There's kids, there's money. There's everybody's situation is different. I'm just saying people who have the ability to go out there and make those moves, they sometimes choose to stay in the toxic relationship because like, well, at least I, at least I know what I'm going to get from this person. You see what I'm saying? Like me personally, like this, I ask yourself, like, if that narcissistic person, like this is why, and this is, let me say this right here. You have to meet them where they are sometimes. A lot of people try to, you, like you are up here emotionally and mentally. The person that you're dealing with, the toxic person, narcissistic person is down here emotionally and mentally. You have to reach, you have to try to reach down to pull them up. You see what I'm saying? Are you willing to continue to reach down in, in, in your life and pull somebody else up? Because sometimes you're going to slip off the edge and fall down yourself. They're going to more more than likely they're going to bring you down to their level than for them to for them to come up to your to meet you at yours. So they're going to say you have to sometimes you have to accept that person for who they are. Believe they're lying and cheating. Then leave them. You see what I'm saying? I know it's not. I know it's easier to say than done. But like believe they're lying and cheating. They're, they're abusive. They're beat, they put their hands on me. Then y'all, you have to make a plan to leave that person. So what what if it doesn't get better? What if it doesn't change? Ask yourself. Let's just say there's a ninety percent chance that it doesn't get better. Are you willing to bank on that ten percent? Some people are going to say yes. I'm willing to bank on that ten percent because love is true love. And I'm married. And I'm a Christian. Ah, I'm a Christian. Christian married. Blah blah blah. Okay, y'all. You can Christian marriage yourself into a sad ass life if you want to. God didn't put you on here to be. God didn't put you on this earth to struggle and be sad. He put his he he said he sent his only begotten son to struggle and to suffer and to do all of that stuff for your sins, for our sins. He didn't put you on here to struggle. You're not gonna be nailed up on a cross. So why are you struggling? Why are you sitting? In, why are you picking this? Why are you choosing to struggle? How do you know God put you? Why do you, why do people think God put you here to struggle and to 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 be unhappy? You know what I mean? You have to empower yourself. You have to seek that healthy relationship. You might have a healthy mindset, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to rub off on the other person because the narcissistic person in your life might be happy where they are. They might be happy being who they are. You see what I'm saying? They might actually be good where they are. Why would they change? If I'm happy where I am and you're not going to leave me, why would I change anything about myself? Because you love me? No, I, I can I can say I love you and still be happy with myself where I am. Then sometimes, sometimes if you try to leave them, yeah, they're, oh, I love you. Why are you going to leave me? I, 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 I. They, they'll try to, they'll promise you to change up if you, you try to leave them. You see what I'm saying? You have to empower yourself. You have to do what you, you have to do what you need to do. The, 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 
the the hopes and prayers, the hopes and dreams of having a healthy relationship with a narcissistic person are few and far between. Let's just say, like, I can say it like this right here. I, it's me personally, I think there's less than five percent chance a narcissistic person in your life is going to go to therapy and, and get better. A lot of people are going to say one percent, less than one percent. Let's just say five percent. Let's say ten percent. Let's say twenty percent. Let's say there's a twenty percent chance that narcissistic person in your life is going to change or have give you give you a shot at a healthy relationship. 20% chance that they're going to change, which means there's an 80% chance that they're not going to change their behaviors or, or anything about themselves. So there's hundred, y'all, y'all hear these examples coming up. There's a hundred cups on the table. 20 of them have, I mean, all the cups have a clear liquid in it. All the liquid looks alike, right? 20 of those cups have water. 80 of them have poison. You don't, you only get one shot because you only get one life. Are you going to take that chance of trying to find one of those 20 cups of water? Which you could, like I said, that's what you, that's the chance you're taking. 80, 20 is an 80% chance. They're not going to change. What if there, what if there's a 40% chance they're not going to change? That's still less than 50%. You still have a more than 50% chance of, of picking a, a cup of poison and wasting your life and dying, passing away before your time. Because I think a lot of these, a lot of these types of relationships don't, they're not going to be healthy relationships anyway. So if they're not healthy relationships and you sit and you sit inside that toxicity, what happens to plants and living living things when they are when they are consistently in a toxic environment? They wither and die. So instead of having a healthy relationship, you have an emotional death. You're still alive, your body's still alive, but you emotionally die. Things that things that sit in a toxic relationship cannot survive for a long period of time, y'all. They just can't. They they have aberrations. They have mutations. Look at the look. Look at it when they drop a damn nuclear bomb on something. Look at a few years later. They have like you know people got four arms and you know like Goro for Mortal Kombat. People have four arms and fifteen fingers and seventeen toes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Four sets of cheeks to clap. You know it, it just it, people they have mutations. Like you sit in toxicity long enough, you mutate. Ooh, I'm. Yeah, I'm coming up with some stuff off the top of my head. This is this will be some short clips coming up here pretty soon. Like you, you <laughs> I know. Hey, when you sit inside this toxicity long enough, you mutate. Nothing can survive in a toxic environment for a long time. The things that survive in a toxic relationship, the same, the things that survive in a toxic toxic um, environment have been conditioned to be there. You might survive in a toxic environment, but you've been conditioned to be there, so you've been conditioned to accept less. You have to like. Are you willing to accept it? What if this person doesn't change? What if the person doesn't get better? What if this is the What if this is the best they're going to get? Are you willing to accept that right there? Because me personally, I don't think that narcissistic being with a narcissist can ever equate to being in a fully healthy, happy relationship, y'all. Especially not one is. Especially one is not aware. But what, what, what if what, what if they get aware? Self awareness as a narcissist does not mean cured. It does not mean healed. It does not mean better. Sometimes self-awareness can just give them the excuse to treat you bad, to treat you worse. Sometimes self-awareness becomes that front-end excuse for them to, to, to exacerbate these behaviors to treat you worse. They're like, hey, I'm a narcissist. I go to therapy. I'm self-aware. So what can you say? What can I do? I, there's no, I can't change. I can't help myself. What am I supposed to do? Again, they'll blame you for being there. It's a mindset, y'all. I say it's literally a mentality that you have to deal with when you're dealing with toxic people, toxic relationship dynamics and whatnot. So you have to empower yourself. If not, I'm just telling you, it's a bumpy road. 80-20. Like I said, if, if you believe the percentages of them changing are even less, 95 to 5, you don't have five cups of water on the table. They're all mixed in together. 
are you going to take the chance of drinking, finding a cup of water or 95, 95% chance of drinking poison? The choice is yours, y'all. Anyways, y'all, let me hop off this thing. The self-love journal is available on Amazon. Lee Hammock, a self-love journal. I love me. Uh, search Lee Hammock self-love or you can find a link in my bio description or whatever. Um, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. If you listen to this on Apple Music or Spotify, hit that five stars for me, y'all. I'm truly thankful for y'all. Like, extremely thankful for y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm super blessed, y'all. And I hope this video brought you some clarity. I hope it brought you some peace. I know some of the stuff I say might hurt. But, you know, I feel like it's necessary to help people grow and help people live their most authentic lives to be their most authentic selves. Anyways, y'all, like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace.